0: good monday morning this is matt odell with the bastards of our podcast coming to you live from st louis missouri who am i just a dude who likes to draw pictures for a living been doing it for too long sometimes i feel like i'm fooling people they call that imposter like an imposter theory or imposter feeling like you know you're doing this thing and you don't believe in yourself and people buy it anyway and they tell you you're good and you're like ah come on just stop I'm not that good yeah I suffer from that suffer from anxiety suffer from fears suffer from wondering if I'm going to have to get a real job one day you know but here I am still doing it waking up another day another dollar trying to find that thin line between doing art for myself and doing enough art so people actually pay for it you know I mean, it'd be awesome if everything I drew, somebody just magically came by, picked it up, and gave me five bucks for it. But it doesn't really work that way. And uh, as we do these things, and we come up with these ideas, how are we going to bring what we do to the marketplace? How are we going to get people to buy what we do? Come up with these projects. Sometimes they fail, and they they just they level us. I mean, we put our heart and soul into these designs and these images and these objects and these we bring life to art and then when someone comes and looks at it they they don't get it you know they don't get the perspective we're trying to bring to them and show them another way of looking at life and it's a bummer man you know it's a real bummer you know sometimes we can spend months or even a year on a project and i mean we love it or parents love it our friends and family love it but it just becomes one of those passion pieces that nobody really ends up buying so that's kind of what i'm thinking about today i've been involved in a couple projects over the years and some of them are full-on sellout this is what people buy so that's what i'll make and some of them are more like uh i'm gonna do something because it really interests me and uh i only have so much time on this planet so I'm going to do things I want to do. Somewhere in the middle, there's a conversation that needs to be had where it's like, uh, I want to do art. I want to do cool things, but I also want you to buy it. <laughs> it's a delicate balance, you know. So there is a middle ground. There's a conversation to be had, you know, talking to people and seeing what they're into and then trying to figure out what you do jives with what they're wanting. Maybe just... Sometimes it's just a slight change in your perspective of your approach to your project or or how you're going to bring it to market. Market is basically the people who are going to buy your stuff. And that could be a physical location. But what I'm really talking about is there's a profile you can make of, of who you want to sell your stuff to, you know. So... Uh, if I was making lemonade, I'd want to sell it to thirsty people. I'd want to set up my lemonade stand next to places where people get thirsty often. And I'd want to make sure that the lemonade I made complemented the palate of those thirsty people. Not too much sugar, not too sour, something in the middle. So that's kind of like our art. we got to figure out where to put our lemonade stand and what to put in our lemonade to make people want to buy it. You can't set up a lemonade stand and say... This is art, and I like my lemonade with hot sauce. People might not buy that. (laughs) That'd be something else, man. Hot sauce lemonade. Jalapeno lemonade. I'm sure it's out there. I'd like to have a sponsor one day, and that sponsor would be a coffee company. Anyway, there's a saying. Oh, hey, someone just texted me. That's my wife. She said hi. Someone just texted me, uh, or someone just There's a saying, and I think uh, first time I heard it was um, it was like a play or something. I I think it was like Shakespeare. I'm pretty sure it's Shakespeare, and he said something about your greatest strength begets your greatest weakness. And we've kind of turned that into, you know, your greatest strength is your biggest weakness, and and sometimes when we have a vision or we have a focus. What has been who we are this whole entire time, why people pat us on the back, can come back to haunt us. Eventually we we cross a line and what we're doing, what we're so great at, what we're so focused on, ends up creating so many blind spots in our project that we just can't see the forest through the trees. And there's a couple different... Um, Kind of personalities out there um, One personality Would be like the guy Or girl who's driven Super super driven Just obsessed You know and uh, wakes up Goes to bed thinks about the project non-stop So driven So driven that they just run over Everybody else involved In the project And that someone else can be you You can just run over Yourself Sometimes it's other people that are trying to help you. You know, they don't uh, get their speed on before they get peed on, and uh, you just kind of you bury them, man. And you're so driven that at the end of the day, you're the last man standing. The project's still not finished. No one's buying it, and you just can't figure out what went wrong. You know, because from the get-go, you you knew this was going to be a thing. You knew this was going to be awesome another type of person might be an explorer someone who really likes to solve I think it's more like me like they like to solve problems they like to organize they like to take complexity and make it into a system make it simple make it understandable you know I like doing that I like I like taking something that just seems so scatterbrained and so nutty and making it so that someone from the outside looking in can understand how simple this project could be or how simple life can be you know like let's just organize it all to death and the problem with that is there's like a bottom blah, blah. there's a bottom kind of complex to all this where you start seeing problems or there's not problems and you start getting obsessed with organizing everything, and uh, some things just don't need to be organized. Some things are fine. Some things sometimes you just got to look at a problem and move on. Um, some people are mission driven; they're like crusaders. They rally a bunch of people around them that they think have the same like sets of uh, values or belief systems. And they come up with a really compelling mission. Something that uh, everyone's going to get on board with. These are good people to be around. These are these are those people that... They kind of talk you into that joy ride. Or that uh, long car trip. It's going to be awesome, man. It's going to be great. And it's going to be great. And they keep thinking about the future. They keep thinking about what it's going to be. And how awesome everything's going to be. And the whole entire time... They completely overlook all the problems that, that need to be solved to get to the awesome moment. Um, they're, they're, just, they're just so committed to the mission that the little idiosyncrasies to make it possible are just kind of overlooked. Those are the type of people that can have like, a, here's the product, step one. Step three, we profit. And the step two always gets kind of stepped over. And then there's uh, There's like well, like There's like a, like a captain of the ship um, They care so much About the people That are on the mission With them And they care so much About You know Who's involved In the project That sometimes They forget that There's a project You know They just want everyone To be happy They just want everyone Everyone to get along And And uh, Sometimes just nothing ever happens. Um, I've worked for these types of people. I've been involved with these types of people. I am one of these types of people. Um, sometimes we create these blind spots. I talk about this a lot. Where we have these relationships, and in these relationships, we have these areas where we just we just can't see it. You know, being a father, I have it with my kids. Being a husband, I have it with my wife. We have to rely on mirrors. For me, I surround myself with people who I got at least one guy, my buddy Ryan for sure. He's always a good person to point out when I'm missing something or overlooking something or just kind of obsessed with something. He can he can kind of ground me, you know. He can point out things that I just can't see. Um, we all have it. We all have those blind spots. And it's not a bad thing. You just have to know that they exist. I think the worst thing to do is when you when you're when you're so focused, it becomes an obsession that you you, you deny that there's a blind spot, you know. And that's not good. The thing of it is is that when when we become focused, we have to learn the difference between optimum or maximum. Optimum's kind of like just enough. Maximum so overkill that you do some of these things that I was talking about earlier, you, you're so maximized on helping people that you figure there's a problem. It's okay to be focused on the people in your, in your group. But, but you have to know when the project has to have some relevance as well. Or, you know, even in my situation where I'm more of an explorer, I have to know how to optimize my problem solving but not maximize it to the point where I'm not getting I'm sorry, I'm not even getting anything done. You know. This is a that thing in life called balance. It's very critical. It's very critical that you have this this way of weighing everything out, you know. Having a mirror on yourself and figuring out what's what's necessary and what's not necessary. Um we have to know how to adjust our behavior from time to time. Um, especially when it comes to our strengths you know all those things like when you first get hired onto a project or you into a new group accepted into a new group especially they pat us on the back and tell us how great we are and what we're good at and we believe that and we want to we want that reinforcement so we want to keep doing what we're good at and we want to keep bringing to the table what 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 our original strengths were so we can keep getting that positive feedback but sometimes we cross over and uh, that strength that, we, that, that got us in the door all of a sudden becomes our weakness. Um, as, as people who are trying to be productive, as artists who are trying to be productive, as artists who are, who are trying to um, make a living and become our own entrepreneurs, we should be searching for the optimum level to enhance our careers as, as, as artists. Um, we need to learn how to I said adjust. We need to learn how to adjust our behavior. We need to know how to be a little bit humble. You know, this is kind of one of those things too where it's like Um The, the balancing act has to do with, you know, if you're if you're confident all the time, you can seem cocky. You know, now it would be crossing the line of of a strength. You that guy was confident all the time. That girl was confident all the time. So confident that they never admitted when they were wrong. So the counter to that would be humility. Knowing when to laugh at yourself and knowing when to just know when you're being silly. Know when you're when you've goofed up a little bit. You know. Having that having that uh, having strength, but but being vulnerable. You know, being decisive. But knowing when to be flexible, um, knowing how to be competitive but uh, empathetic at the same time, and I think this is the one that might be more me. Knowing how to be task oriented but yet sensitive to the people around you, I definitely fall into that. Where I see something that needs to be done and I just don't understand why everyone's not doing it, you know, and that's not. Uh, That's not me being balanced. That's me being... uh, That's just me running over people, you know? So, how does this apply to you? How does this apply to art? A lot of times in art, you're going to find yourself having to work with other people. And it's awkward because we're such kind of introverts at times. Where our own personal journeys are just so hard to explain to the people of the outside world. But when you do have to work with other people, you have to kind of consider what you're bringing to the table and what kind of balance you can bring as a teammate so that you can maximize the project as a whole, because it's not about you, it's about about the goal of what the team wants. Personally, there's also this struggle internally where even though you're only one person, you've got to learn how to switch gears. You have to be an artist. You have to be a manager. You have to be an entrepreneur. What I like to do is, in the mornings, I'm more of a manager. That's when I answer emails and overlook or look over my schedule, kind of plan out my day, see how everything's going, make sure I've got all my T's crossed and my I's dotted. And then uh, the middle of the day, I'm a technician. I'm an artist. I'm I'm out there doing the do, getting it done. But then at the end of the day, I switch gears one more time and I become more of the entrepreneur. And I ask the questions like I'm talking about in this podcast of who am I? What am I doing? What am I doing right? What have I done wrong? And it's not so much black and white as much as like, should I scale scale back my problem solving? Does this really need a solution? Did I compliment or did I take for granted the people around me who've kind of helped me along my journey so anyway I want to see the best out of everyone around me and I want to put so much energy into the world that you believe in yourself and that imposter theory that I was talking about the beginning to smash that and if you've thought of it it can be done you just need to know how to organize it and you need to know how to embrace it and you need to know how to bring it to the table and you need to be ready to fail Um, everything you want is on the other side of fear it's one of my favorite quotes I've ever heard and uh, you know it's Monday I've got a whole week ahead of me I'm just kind of excited to see um, what I can pull off next you know so anyway, this is another episode of the Bastards of Art podcast. You can find me on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, other stuff like that. I got a webpage. You need to work on it some more. It's www.bastardsart.com. And there should be a contact email on there if you want to hear something in particular or what my thoughts are, just reach out. I really appreciate it when people reach out. It makes me feel like I'm not just sitting in my bedroom talking to a microphone and wondering if anyone's even heard this. So have a good day.